Lost Princess, share number 33. This famous comment by the Ramban, by Nachmanides, on the Pasuk in the Sedra of Kedoshim, Kedoshim Tihiyu, the mandate to become holy, says the Ramban, it's possible for a Jew to literally fulfill all the rules of the Torah, but somehow to be a naval bishus ha-Torah, to be a scoundrel, but something depraved within the boundaries of the Torah. For example, you could eat meat all day long with the best hachshayim, drink wine that's never been looked at by an idolater, let alone touched by an idolater, anything, the holiest things. But if you spend your day drinking and eating, making all the brachas, having all the kavanas, you can still be out of touch with what Hashem really wants for us. Focus solely on Judaism's realm of the six sons of accomplishments, things you can measure and quantify, things you can do and not do. You run the risk of never actually developing your inner self. So you miss the point spectacularly. You can be the biggest London, the most knowledgeable person who's studied all the books, but completely wicked at the same time. You can find loopholes to avoid certain taxes or certain responsibilities that the Torah puts on you. Totally legal. But is that what Hashem wants? Is that what it is to be someone in a relationship with Hashem? To avoid certain responsibilities by working around the situation. In the beautiful text by Rav Itama Schwartz, the author of Bilvavi Mishkan Evna, he writes as follows. When a person indulges in desires, even desires that are permissible and not forbidden by the Torah, his soul can feel disgust inside. But in our generation, there's a new kind of problem, in which people around us engage in certain actions that appear to be mitzvahs, but a person can sense that if he does such an act, it will further him from holiness. There are things which other people do which appear to be fine, but just because others are doing it doesn't make it fine for you to do. When a person only has intellectual prowess and doesn't develop the sensitive soul, then you're not going to be sensitive to things that damage the soul. What does the book say? What do the law say? No, that, that's not necessarily going to be good for you. There are many things that the books say that could be dangerous for individuals or for an individual, for their sense, their soul is more sensitive. Besides for learning Torah in depth, we also need to develop our soul sensitivity to feel what is holy and what isn't, what is true and pure and what isn't. Our soul can become sensitive to what truth is. Even if we are not prophets, we are the sons of prophets and we have that ability to pick up the signal. So although looking at these beautiful apples wasn't officially forbidden, he should have been in touch with his soul. He should have realized that looking is going to lead to wanting or wanting is going to lead to taking because that's just the way things work. So with his guard down and assaulted by the eight Sahara, the Viceroy ignores the impulses of the princess so near to freedom. And now he has his process down to downfall and frustration. So let's work on an axiom. Every Jewish person contains binas halev, intuitive sense of what Hashem wants. But most have not sufficiently strengthened this spiritual muscle. So it's there, but it can't do very much. Which might explain the teaching of Rav Elazar when he taught one who has studied Torah and Mishnais but has not served Hamidei Chachamim, Torah scholars, is considered to be an ignoramus. You can have the highest scholarship, all the prizes, top grades. But his lack of expertise regarding his teacher's conduct outside of the study hall points at a tremendous deficiency in his serving of Hashem. 
is missing what Rav Soloveitchik referred to as the Jewish tremor, the special sensitivity that allows one to intuit what Hashem wants in situations that fall outside the bounds or the strict boundaries of halacha. So our viceroy falls into a deep sleep. Spiritual, emotional numbness, confusion, distance from Hashem. He forgets who he is, where he is, what he has come to get. Sometimes a moment is all it takes to lose everything. But as long as the candle is burning, it's possible to fix. Sadik falls seven times and gets up again. Ani Yeshena, I am sleeping, Velibi air, but my heart is awake. Rabbi Nachman takes the story further. This is not a tragedy. The story continues. And let's see what happens when he wakes up. Have a very good day. Yeah.